Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to the first podcast on this side of 2022. I've said a bunch of things. Uh, so, by the way, Max is not here today. He's on vacation. He's, he's gone for a little bit. So I'm joined with Jake Friejo. You said it wrong, Joe. Friejo. How long have I known you and you still Frejo. butcher my last name? It's ridiculous. It's Friejo. It's Friejo. I have always, always said Friejo. He wants to apologize. He, he didn't set I, an alarm this morning, so I, there was no morning show. No, that's not true. That's not true. Don't do not fake news people. All right, listen. I had a meeting this morning and then another meeting and somebody forgot to tell me that Max was going to be gone <laughs> on vacation. I should have known. It was on the calendar, but I didn't know. But we we have we have a lot to go over today. And um despite the smile on my face, you're you're going to want to you're going to want to tune in to what I have to say. And Jake, we're, we're going to talk about what's happening in Israel. We're going to talk about the fact that there are kids under the age of 16 that are disappearing all over the country. We're going to talk about going into 2022, whether what is explosive. We're going to talk about some of the uh, things coming up on, on Thursday. And then, frankly, I'm going to spend the first little bit talking about the fighting that's happening um, on our side of election, election integrity and um, on the Patriot side. So I will, I will start by telling you that um, I have tried to stay out of the fray. I've tried really hard, haven't I, Jake? No, you brought your negotiation tactics over from the Middle East. You're I mean, pretty, pretty unique role you're serving in all this, but you know, at a certain point, it, 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 gets, it gets ridiculous. More infighting than, you know, more fighting amongst ourselves than fighting against those <laughs> that are against us. Well, no, no, no. Listen, th that's not how I see it. That's not how I see it. I mean, I, I know that that's how you guys see it and some people see it, but I don't, I don't see it that way at all. I see it completely differently. Here's how I see it. I have a mission. I see the, I see the end of the rainbow. I see where we're going on that mission. And I run towards the mission. And frankly, I know that we have controlled opposition because what's happening inside of our movement is fracturing everywhere. You know, I want to I want to put this out there so that I, you understand the conflict that I'm under on a regular basis. On a regular basis, number one. Before, before Lynn Wood got involved in everything that Lynn Wood got involved in, to help this country, to stand in the gap. He had a spotless career for 45 years, spotless. Had a great relationship with his family, great relationship with his law partners. You know, just but had always been courageous, stepped to the front when it came to Richard Jewell. And by the way, Richard Jewell was, was, he worked for Richard Jewell for another five years after Richard Jewell died. That actually happened, right? Now, most people wouldn't do that. They would get to that place where, you know, their, their client died and they'd say, well, I'm, I'm really sorry he died. But they wouldn't try to get him exonerated for years after. That just shows you the character of Lynn Wood. Now, Fast forward, his life has been completely uh, attacked. Talk about 
And, and, and frankly, people are like, I don't know how you stand next to Lynn Wood. It's real easy. See, I've been friends with people all my life. I, I've been friends with people since I was eight. Still friends. I work with people for 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 15 years. And, and do I have problems with some of the things that they, they have done? Or do I accept them where they are? Yeah. Do I hang out with them if, if, if I feel from a character standpoint that, that, they're, that they don't align with, with my values? No, I don't. I don't. But I'm loyal as a junkyard dog. And I've learned that character matters. Now, I can say the same thing as I walk down the line. Sydney Powell has been nothing but generous to me. She has been 100% committed to election fraud. Now, before she got involved in all this stuff, she was a prosecutor. And a very good one. One of the best out there. From a character standpoint, I think she's proven that she has impeccable character. Now, are there people in the middle of this that have caused problems? Yes. Yes, there are. Do, are there people that I've identified that I think are total trash? Yep, I have. And here's how I typically handle that. See, everyone that's listening right now, here's something you could do. Hit the share button. You're, you're going to want to hear this. Everyone's going to want to hear this. I will take them to the finish line and we will get to the place where we were able to get accountability for election fraud 2022. And I'm not talking about the end of it, but the beginning of it where we will actually get to accountability. We will get to that in 2022. The stakes are higher. People are less willing to put up with any BS. The infighting is going to stop. I frankly have had enough. It's not that people aren't right about what they're saying. See, some people are just full of shit. They're just full of shit. They have all the right intentions in, in mind, but they, they embellish on things that they don't need to embellish on that cause white noise inside the movement for election fraud. Some of the people that were in the, the audit, frankly, don't have, they, they don't have the stomach for it. And that hurt us as a country because there is more than enough information to show that the election fraud in 2020 was significant. It wasn't just a little bit. And I don't care what the mainstream media says, and I don't care what big tech says. I could care less about both of them. I don't care what the radical media writes about me. I could care less. What I care about is truth. Are we going to get to the end and actually get to truth? And I keep saying it over and over again. The election fraud is in the machines. It's 100%. It's in Dominion. It's in ESNS. It's in Smartmatic. It's in it. It's in the machines. It's in the code. They're hiding it. There's a reason why you hide the routers like they did in, Mar in Maricopa County. It's not because they had other information they were afraid would become be divulged. That's not true. And why would you put everyone under NDA? Why is it that there was a guy that was there that ended up dying mysteriously after turning over information to Brnovich? See, I don't think Brnovich is the problem. I told you this is going to be explosive, Jake, didn't I? You did, yeah. Brnovich is not our problem, people. We're our problem. The petty bullshit is the problem. That's the problem. And the fact is, is that we have people in our movement that are doing bad things. Now, I said, I will sit in and I'll be a moderator. I will honor everyone in this process. I will. But cut the shit. 
When you get on the phone with me and you tell me it's all about me. No, th- none of this is about you. None of this is about me. None of this is about Sydney Palace. Not about Lynn Wood. And matter of fact, here's the other thing. Lynn Wood, by the way, is not out there screaming, poor me. Never said a word about it. Oh, Joe, you're on the fight back board. You're damn right I am. Because, what's that? I was going to say there's a saying that says everyone wants their name on a brick. And unfortunately, you know, that that is counterintuitive to the whole narrative of being a patriot. A patriot is a group effort. It's not, you know, pushing others out of the way to get your name on the brick. And and from my take, and, and you probably know a little bit more than me, but it's just almost a high school musical of people fighting over the brick that they're trying to put their name on. And that's yeah. it. And that, that, that is the antithesis yeah. of patriotism. Let, let me explain something to you, right? One man will not save this country. Trump is not coming to save you. I love President Trump. I love him. And, and this is, uh, you know, an invitation that President Trump, I'd love to have a conversation with you where I could ask you wh- wh- how you feel about it. But frankly, in, unless somebody reaches out to me, and I'm going to use it as an example I've been watching Dr. Shiva for a year. For a year I've been watching him. I listen to all his videos. I think he's ultra intelligent. I don't think he's just intelligent on election fraud. I think he's just massively intelligent when it comes to um, how he's able to map different drugs, how he's able to map the effects of those drugs. The fact that he works in health and wellness and working with other universities, trying to find ways that we can manipulate some of those drugs so that they can have a, a more isolated effect on the genome or the, uh, the, the data DNA of the individual, I think the guy's brilliant. I mean, I, I, and I had a conversation with him for two and a half hours the other day. I'd never sought him out. I could have. I, I mean, I had his phone, phone number on my phone, never called him. But what I, but I wanted to do is I wanted there to be an opportunity where there was an opportunity for us to connect. There was a reason why we had to connect. He could, he could figure out whether or not I was an SME when it came to system architecture, at least, uh, you know, from the surface, to get, to get to know me at, at a basic level. I could get to know him at a basic level, but there was nothing I needed from him or he needed from me. And then I wanted to hear his thoughts. And when he told me his thoughts, frankly, it shook me to the core because here's a guy that literally will lie about nothing. And you can say, ah, oh, come on. He'd... No, he doesn't. He doesn't care. Matter of fact, he walks away from conflict rather than having the conversation with someone through this entire process, kangaroo environment in some degrees, like a big circus. He's like, what do I need this for? I don't need this. And yeah, he's an MIT grad. And anybody that wants to tell you that has a PhD from MIT, he's that smart. He's also humble. He also cares about people around him. He didn't get involved in this because of money or he didn't get involved in this because he needed to get involved. And he got involved in it because he cared about the American people. He ran for office. He knew that was stolen too. It was easy math. You have Draza Smith doing amazing work. You had Ed Sullivan doing amazing work. You have Jim Mahoney or uh, uh, Jim Mahoney doing great work. You have Jeff doing great work. You have people that are coming together that have been able to solve all this stuff. And yet we're fighting over I don't even know what. I don't know what. Who's got the bigger penis? Oh, you're going to have to block that one out. Sorry, guys. I told you I was going to be a little raw and a little real. That's a medical term. We're good. Yeah, no, you're safe. I think that's... Uh... So, so, so listen. Yeah, I, was, I was talking to Bobby Tepeyton earlier today, and I said, Bobby, I'm tired. I'm sorry, brother. I'm tired. I'm tired of the infighting. 
I am. Because I don't think it's necessary. I think we put ourselves in a place where, where we're fighting about things that don't matter. Now, do I think that there are people that are controlled opposition on our side? Yeah. But we're going to isolate those people. We're going to isolate the things that they do. We're going to take the BS that they actually develop or don't develop in the election process that create white noise, and we're going to get rid of it. You know, the process of having Jovan and David get together, for me, was to have clarity. And I told Jovan, I was like, man, I hope that the things that, that they are talking about that are issues are just quality control problems. I was transparent with Jovan. I was transparent with David. I honored both of them. David never asked me to forgo my relationship with Jovan. Jovan did ask me to forgo my relationship with, with David, and I won't do it. I'm all for transparency. I've never taken a shot at anybody. I feel like I might soon. I feel like I might. I feel like I might hold somebody accountable, not to publicly shame them and not to put them in a place where we're having a conversation about who's good and who's bad. I know that when we get to that end zone and we're able to get the accountability that's necessary, that Brnovich can actually do his job. But right now, Brnovich has, a, it's a circus. He's got information put in front of him. It's just not true. It's just not true. And we have stuff that's been put out there that's not true, that's not credible, that you can't actually gain a conviction on. And we have other stuff that's swept under the rug that, frankly, should send someone to prison for the rest of their life for stealing the vote of the American people. Guys, listen, there wasn't 5,000 people that got together across the country and said, let's steal elections. Now, was there election fraud on a local level and people that harvested ballots? Yes. Is that how this happened? No. No. I told you how it happened. I built an entire model on all the holes in Dominion voting systems. You could drive a truck through it. The code is so badly written that anybody, I could write the code for Dominion. I could write code that was more secure than the code they have at Dominion. And if you don't believe that's true, then just go to, go to Texas and look at the reports from Texas on whether or not or why they chose not to have that election program inside their state. And yet, they still committed fraud. Why? Because the system is much more complicated than just one piece. And bad actors who are biased inside of election systems that are run by private equity firms that literally have all their code written over in Serbia, that have their data center built by a company that is backed by Huawei Bank, which, by the way, is the one that was sanctioned by our country. You know, funny, funny coincidence. We mentioned this in the car. Yeah. But uh, the CFO of Huawei had actually been... Uh, picked up off a flight somewhere in North America yeah. under Trump and was being held until the new administration came in. And one of the within the first two months of the Biden administration coming in, they hand over the CFO of Huawei. They they yeah. traded him back to to China and then opened opened up the discussions of uh, pulling the tariffs that had been in, in place. Hey, can you pull my gain down a little bit, if you would, in my ears, please? Mr. Producer, that had been placed by the Trump administration. So, and, the, and then if you look uh, at who uh, Biden had uh, Thanksgiving dinner with, who he spent the holiday with, do you know who he spent the holiday with? Oh yeah, I know exactly who he said. The the CEO of Carlyle Group. Carlyle Group, which by the way owns who? The voting systems. Dominion Voting yeah, Systems. The private equity firm. And listen, we have had conversations about Hunter Biden. We've had conversations about other people that have committed medical crimes against us. 
We've had conversations. These are crimes, people. These are actual crimes. You know how many people have been arrested? Go ahead, close your eyes. What do you see? Nothing. Do you want to know those are actual crimes? So the one of two things is, is absolute fact. Either A, it's not true. It's not true that that's not Hunter Biden's laptop, but he already said it is. And now that we know it is, and he's committed a crime in plain sight, he should be arrested. Well, what does that tell you if he's not arrested? Let me tell you what that tells you. I'm going to tell you very clearly what that tells you. Get your pen and paper out and me write it down. Corruption. Our government is too bloated and does nothing to help you. Nothing. It doesn't help you at all. Why would the government stand up for you? It doesn't stand up for true values. It doesn't stand up for the American values. You want to know why our country is degrading and 30% increase in, in crime and a 20% decrease in incarcerations? You know why they marry up? Because we have evil. We have people that are literally organized crime from a, from a history of organized crime over decades that are now in positions of power and authority. They got smart. They're like, hey, listen, we can not only just sell drugs, we can find a way to funnel those drugs and take over society. And if you don't think that's what's happening, I'm sorry, I could play you a video. We're going to play it today, Mr. Producer, between of the four families in California. Pelosi family, Newsom family, and the connections between them. See, See, everyone says we're in the same place as we were before. We're not in the same place as we were before. We're not. We're not in the same place that we were nine months ago. We're not. We're in a much better place because right now it's do or die. It's shut up about it and start doing or get off the island. Or I will drag you quick kicking and screaming to the finish line and you could be controlled opposition you want. Hey, listen, I'll drag you to the end zone. Just hold on. Just hold on for dear life like you're surfing on a carpet and I'll take you to the end zone. That is what leadership in this country is supposed to be. It is supposed to be fearless. It is supposed to act with courage, act with integrity. That's what it's supposed to do. But it doesn't do that. Instead, we have clowns that run around with election systems that have are responsible for 50% of the vote that walk around saying that tr Trump is trash, Antifa is good, the police are bad, oh, and F the USA. And somewhere along the line, oh, and I'm sorry, wrote an article about the fact that is he, how he raped and humiliated his wife at the time. Nah, that guy's good. That's the guy I want counting all my votes and having basically access to the adjudication process for the, you know, holding the patent for the adjudication process. That's the guy that I want uh, responsible for safety and security of our elections. Nah, nothing to see here. See, I've had enough. We know what the problem is, people. We know what the problem is. We're already there. But this fighting that happens between all of us Who's got a bigger wee-wee? I don't know. Does nothing for me. The fact that the mainstream media would latch onto, or the alternate media, whatever you want to call it, there was no anthrax attack in, in uh, uh, Dallas. Right. But Everybody came out and said it wasn't anthrax attack. I said anthrax or what? What did I tell you, Jake? Some biological agent. Or derivative. And, I mean, what I've seen with Greg, the guy's been sick since he left for the holidays. You know, it's, it's... But hold on a second. Doug Kuzma. They had him on a vent. They had him on a vent. Speaking of that, we do have to, we do have to do a read today. Yeah, and, just um, in case you get bombed with a bioweapon, you know, this might be something useful to have. Yeah, so if you get if this does happen, everyone should make sure their family is protected in a medical emergency no matter what the cost. But what most of us don't think about is that insurance does not necessarily cover the cost of an emergency medical flight. 
we uh, do we think about high deductibles and copays? This is a real problem. And I already told you guys before. I am a a member of the Air Care Med Air Air Medcare Network. Uh, this is why AMCN is so important. If an emergency arises, you won't see a bill for an air medical transport when flown to an AMCN provider. Best of all, membership covers your entire household for as little as $85 a year. The entire household, AMCN, covers over 100,000 patients a year whose family, entire family is covered. Um, now, as a listener of the show, you get, a, you get up to a $50 Visa or Amazon gift card with a new membership. Simply visit Air Medcare Network dot com slash daily and use offer code daily so listen guys um i did this and i also did the part where if i'm in a different state because obviously i do speaking engagements and things like that they'll actually fly me back to this state if i'm hurt so it's insurance so uh, you only use it if uh you only need it if you use it otherwise it's just it's it's good uh, peace of mind coverage for you okay listen i did pretty good with that didn't i mr producer I did pretty good with that. Mr. Producer's over there like, go ahead, give it to me. I need a hug here, brother. You crushed it. I'll give yeah. you two hugs after the show. All right. So so listen, I, so I'm going to go back to that because somebody asked how Doug's doing. Doug is doing well. He is actually recovering. But I, I want to tell you what happened with this, this whole thing because this leads back to us infighting because we had people on our own side that are like, oh, that's ridiculous, anthrax. Which is funny. I've been around you when you were sick as a dog. And around there you go. Around See Apollo. What this is? It's doxycycline, right? Doxycycline, Cipro, and some other derivative of a horse is paste? given. Is given? No, no. Doxycycline is oh. not horse paste. Um, but it's given to people who have an, or have anthrax. Like that's the uh, that's the remedy for it. And if you give them other antibiotics, it doesn't work. And, and I've so, been I, I've been around you for the past three weeks, and Greg or Apollo as well. But he right? got better. Yeah, so left. I haven't gotten anything. And I'm not vaccinated, believe it or not. I'm not vaccinated. But, but so I was around two guys that were near death. Like, there, there's a point where you sounded like you were dying. I, I came in here, though. I was, I was here. Right. Guys, I, I showed up. I, sh I showed up here, right? I came to the thing. I was coughing up a storm, right? And everyone's saying, oh, it can't be, it can't be. But I was put on, the, I was put on doxycycline. But the claim is that it was COVID, and you guys just have to get over it. I already had if it COVID. Were, if it were COVID, I would have gotten sick from you guys listen if it was covid then when i took the covid test they would have said positive well maybe not but then when i took don't the, work anyway but then when i took the antibody test and they checked me and it said it was a 2300 i wouldn't have had the antibodies oh and then when i take the flu test it would have showed up as a flu but it was none of those things because it was bacterial so anyway doug on a vent going downhill goes to the hospital things are not looking good i call uh lynn wood actually got me in touch with his assistant and I said, listen, you're going to think I'm crazy, but I, he was at the event. He was in the green room. I'm going to tell you what, what I think it is. And I told, I told Joe Flynn this. I told other people this. And they, they had horrible coughs. Lots of people got sick that were in the green room. Lots of people. I said to all of them, listen, this is – and I said this to Doug's assistant. You're going to think I'm crazy, but I think that it's a biotech. I think it is. It mimics the stuff that Jovan had, mimics that of what I would see occur in a, someone that has anthrax. I would see that. And by the way, screw the media people because guess what I went and did? A blood test. Guess what Greg's going to go do? A blood test. So we're going to get right to the bottom of it. But Doug recovered because then I talked to his partner and I was like, look, you think I'm crazy? And they're like, no, I don't think you're crazy. And I go, but I think this is a bio attack. 
And so he took that to the hospital and said, you might think this guy's crazy, but this is what's happening. And they put him on that protocol. And guess what? Doug is going to recover. He did not sound like he was going to recover. They had zero hope. Matter of fact, he was on a ventilator. That actually happened. Uh, no cream and sugar? That's good. Here you go. Sorry, I was getting a little coffee. They took it back because he didn't give me all the stuff. Thanks, brother. But listen, it gets better than that. We, we start talking about Greg. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was getting better like I was. Took doxycycline. Then what did he do, Greg? Or Jake? He went off a cliff again. He left it here. Yeah, no, Stop he forgot taking. it. And then he, you know, he, then he, he, I mean, the past few days sounded like he was dying when I was speaking to him. Hey, can you turn our sound up? The people yeah, can't hear us. That. Sorry about that, Elvis. Okay, so, um, so now he gets back. They give him antibiotics while he was in Michigan. Right? Mm-hmm. And did it help him? No, he's been, I mean, what, he left a week before Christmas. So this has been going for two weeks, over two weeks now, going on three. And I'm talking can't get out of bed sick, barely got back here, is on antibiotics, which will sustain you through the being sick. And then he gets back here and I tell him, take some doxycycline, call the doctor. And I'm like, listen, this is, he was with me at the thing. My doctor's like, okay, let's get him back. Let's get him on Cipro. Let's get him on doxycycline the thing that would help if it was a biological derivative of anthrax but no there was no attack this is what i talk about when i say that we attack ourselves and we create distractions and you can't talk about it because if you talk about it the radical left is going to say oh see see they're talking about something that's not true only now i have tests that came back and the tests are very clear We have got a problem on our side with egos. We also have a problem with this thing called humility. And, and, the, and the biggest part about all of this that just blows my mind is that there is absolutely no loyalty. There's no loyalty. They're, they get to decide when they stand on the, on the right side. This is kind of a running theme in the movement. As, as people get more and more mainstream, they start to use the back of the guy's head that they were using, you know, so, so-called an ally of, and then using it as a stepping stone to get up into something new to benefit themselves. So it's all, you know, teamwork makes the dream work until they want, you know, a bigger slice of the pie. And it's, it, you know, it, it can cause a movement to decay exponentially. Would only cause a movement to decay if we allow it to decay. If we allow it to decay. But frankly, I'm getting tired of everyone else saying that they're going to step to the plate. So let me just tell you that, I mean, th- this is how I live my life. My friend got sick. He was my partner and my friend. He got sick. Got, he actually had COVID and was on a cruise with his mom, who frankly is in the last six months of her life, who is a wonderful woman and his grandmother. So she wanted to have a cruise. She has ALS. It's a, it's a really bad situation. She's a, I mean, his family is just amazing. So I was sick. I was still sick. And I got on an airplane and I flew down to, to California because I didn't want him to be in a hotel room because he walked out of, a, out of a, a hospital that, frankly, was like a war zone. 
like something out of a third world country. Went to a hotel. I got him, a, a, you know, um, Dr. Uh, Betty and uh, a bunch of other doctors literally stepped in, got me the things that were going to get him better, got him delivered to the, the hotel. I flew down, put him in a car, and I drove him back. Canceled everything that I was doing, and I drove back. You, you want to know what kind of guy I am? That's the guy I am. I'm the guy that is loyal to the very end. And he would tell you something else. This is my business partner that twice... I've, twice I fired him, and once he quit. No, excuse me. Twice he quit, once I fired him. When I bought his company, if I'm lying, I'm dying. Literally, he sat in front of me, and I'm like, look, it's obvious that you had me come in because you couldn't get it done right. And he was my friend at the time. But this is how I run business. I honor people the same way that they – but in the – to his credit, he settled down, finally said, all right, I'm going to have humility. Because I told him, it, it's my way or the highway. I'm in here to fix this. You want me to fix it? Great. You take my money, you take my advice. That's the guy I flew down to Florida with. I flew down to Florida to take care of him and to come back. Fast forward, the thing happened in Boulder. We all know that the fires happened. I put out a post. Some of you guys will follow me on Telegram. I said, it's arson. And they, did, they basically, it's a radical left doing it again. Then I thought about it, and I was like, this is not good. It's not good because I shouldn't promote media that I don't have 100% knowledge of. So I took it down, and I apologized. That's the guy I am. You want to know who I am? That's who I am. On the election integrity stuff, I just had basic information about Eric Coomer. I had basic information about his role, what he did, all the research I did on him, that's all I had. And the likely event that the election was stolen as a result of that, based on what I knew about Dominion. And then the death threat started. Well, let me ask you a question. Do you try to cut the tongue out of the, and I didn't say anything about Dominion. I said about Eric Coomer and his hyperbolic statements. And frankly, at the time, you could have said, you could have said that, hey, listen, there's, there's a high likelihood that he could have acted alone. I didn't attack Dominion. I attacked Eric at Dominion voting systems. And then the death threat started. And at that point, could have been a lone, lone wolf doing his own thing. But no. Now they wanted to attack me. So what do you think I'm going to do when somebody attacks me? That's the guy I am. You want to know who I am? You think it's a coincidence that I walked through this? And then when they doubled down and he sued me, I went out and said, all right, I'm going to become an expert in elections. I right now, I could write the code, excuse me, I could build the architecture of someone to write the code for an election system. But then I go out and say, all right, I have a great, great idea. I'm going to build some new tech to build, to uh, solve the election problem. No. Because I'm not, a, I'm, that's not my, that's not what I'm here for. That's not what I'm here for. I'm not here to profit off of the backs of the American people. No one's ever paid me. No one's ever done anything. I, I, I've literally gone through this entire process and carried all the weight on my own. Now, fast forward to the thing that happened in Boulder again. On Friday, many people lost their homes. Some people lost their lives. The place looked like a war zone. I thought it was arson. All the evidence reports to arson, and I still didn't get out there. Oh, I did, but I apologized for it. And then I spent four days driving people to host homes, building up stuff at FEC United to give people relief, delivering water, getting contracts with U-Haul so that we could actually get water back and forth, calling different places, pulling money out of my own pocket to, to, to help people in need. 
showing up while I watched a FEMA with, and American and, yeah, Red Cross. I was going to say, and you got to see the wonderful uh, efficiency of the bureaucracy at work. It's crazy. I'm going to go a little bit into that. Ah. Uh, now, once did I ask for anybody, I just said, hey, look, this is, there's a lot of great organizations out there. Didn't even take credit for it. Got called by a couple of news people, and I was like, there's a ton of organizations out there working together. I drove a host, host family down 70 miles to a house. And the people who were in there is like, hey, so they're wearing masks. I wore a mask. Guys, listen, I'm in, I'm in the car. I'm driving them down. They're in probably one of the most liberal parts of our state. They're in need. They're suffering. They've lost their entire lives. So I drove them down here, and they asked me a bunch of questions about me. And then I told them. And then the woman literally said, it's about an hour and 15-minute ride. She's like, I am in the car with Joe Oldman. I did not think my life could get any worse than it is right now. She said she that. She said that to you yeah. as you're driving her. Yeah, she said that I cannot believe. That was that kind of the, the reaction on the woman's face that was at the Red Cross or, or yeah. the FEMA tent. Like she kept, she was looking at you and like staring through you and then like looking at me like almost as oh, if yeah. she was trying to connect the dots. Yeah, so, it, but, but the thing is, is that I started talking to her and I, I started telling her about my faith and the fact that I don't want to be here. I don't want to be in the middle of it, but I believe in doing what's right. Now at the end of it, when we got out of the car, she was crying. She gave me a hug. She, and I said, listen, let's just get coffee sometime. You, you just say when. I would, I would love one person at a time for you to understand what really happens with Joe Oldman. Like what I really stand for. Not what, you know, beastie whatever it is says about me or some piece of trash down the color spring says about me. But what I actually do. My, the, the, the fruits of what I do and what I say. She's like, absolutely. Got her phone number. She texted me today twice. She's like, hey, I just want to say thank you. Again, you have, you have literally shattered my world. And I was like, I didn't want to shatter your world. I thought your world was already shattered. Let me know if you need anything. Because that's what it means about being authentic. It doesn't matter that I don't have the same political ideologies as them. But we spent four days. Jake, did I not drag you up there with me? Yeah, no, I loaded cases of water in the back of your car. You know, the funny thing, I, I'll go back to the, the FEMA management or whoever was running. You know, we, we get there and, and there's kind of a disaster of an organizational disaster outside of where they're, they're setting this up. And we go inside. Oh, boy. And then we enter the cave of the bureaucracy. And there's all this disorganization outside with people that you can tell they're, you know, locals whoever donors whatever and they're sincerely interested in in the process and then you get to the front door and it's the first time i've actually seen you put a mask on for that which i respected because you know we were kind of walking into the lines down <laughs> and it was more about the people rather than you know who's going to complain but we get in there and no one really knew what they were doing there's all right. this uh you know dc rhetoric of you know the fire had taken place three or four days ago and so he's, Joe's asking, trying to get some understanding of what's needed and what can be done. And the woman says, uh, we, it's too soon to know right now what's needed. And I'm thinking, <laughs> it's four days. It's been going on for four days and it's too, too soon to know. Usually people need food and they need water. End of story. But once again, uh, you let the bureaucracy uh, never let a, an emergency go to waste, right? But right. they were busy. They were busy feeding themselves. 
at the same time telling us that it's too soon to know, you know, it's beyond their uh, comprehension to, you know, say that emergency food and water is needed. And then also to say that food is not, you're not allowed to donate food. I, like, I understand, like, you drop off a bag of sandwiches, right? Because you said, you said, hey, let's go get some Hot Pockets or yeah, something. I was like, yeah. I'll go buy a, a pallet of Hot Pockets. So it's like... Before <laughs> coming in, they were hungry. Look, the, the how much of- water, you know, like, how much water, how far can water go, right? Like, you know, at the end of the day, their houses got burned down. So, it's, you know, water's good. But so we were thinking about getting food. And the, the, the rhetoric was, yeah, we can't, we can't handle food. We can't, you know, we can't. So the, the, they, once again, seize the whole operation when at the end of the day, I mean, it's it's... It's like a you know a woman or a man that wants to open up a small business. The, the loopholes and legwork and paperwork they have to go through to get something simple done for their own community. Big Brother still has to come in in a time of chaos and and, and a time of disaster and say, no, we're going to handle this to uh, the best of our inability. Yeah, and and look, I, I never fault anybody, but you could see that there was a lack of empathy. That people were there just to fill the shoes and to kind of walk that direction, and to a to a large degree, I believe that you know, we, you know, our our job as people, and, and then I'll get off of the subject, but our job as people is to serve our community. I mean, that ultimately is what you're supposed to do, right? Serve your community unselfishly. You know, it, it, you know, you have the the parable of the um, of Jesus and the uh, not Jesus. Uh, help me. How do there I, how a lot do of I par- There are a lot of parables. Uh, the Samaritan, right? And picking him up and getting him so that he, he could heal. Taking him into the village. And the Good Samaritan. And, and frankly, that, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. Right. And, but to circle it back to the, the election conversation so we can get off this topic, it's the idea of people doing goodness or doing good for their community on the contingency of a paycheck. And that puts us back at a lot of the issue in the infighting with the election movement. Yeah, and, and look, I, w- I want you guys to know something. They can't rip apart with we don't let them rip apart. Okay? Now, there's, there's some of this that's accountability. There's some of this that's calling out questions that need to be answered. There's some of this that, frankly, if, if, there, was, if there was humility inside the movement that really cared about the people only and only the people, then it wouldn't be such a big deal to step out and say I made a mistake. How many times do I say I made a mistake? How many times do I apologize? You know, I apologize for, for cracking jokes about the gallows. I thought it was funny. It's not the fact that I thought it was funny that we want to hang people, but just the idea of going to Home Depot and buying lumber, right? It was a symbol for accountability. But I still came out and said, all right, I probably shouldn't do that, right? Yeah, after you said that, I went out and bought a lot of rope stocks, actually. Oh boy, see, see that was a joke. Do. That was a joke as well. Yeah, that's, and it's going to be the next thing. Broke the next futures. Thing yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, you're going to. It's going to be a big thing. Yeah. But so we talk about the we talk about the stuff with Jovan, and by the way, no one's 100 percent right. You hear me? And and here's the other thing, the the people that have asked me for help on the math and science side that looked at system architecture that we're trying to basically back in and validate things having to do with uh, algorithms. Every time that they've come to me and said, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? What do you think of this? And I'm like, okay, well, what about this part? What about the handoff that happens when it moves up to CIDL and CIDL to Edison data and how that translates over to the media? So it, depending on which part of the cycle we're in, see there's so much information coming in that bottlenecks that it's easy to add information to it. 
It's easy to add information at the precinct level. It's easy to add information. And it's also easy, by the way, to say that this is just a mistake. It's just a user error. It's easy to explain away. And that's what they wanted it to do. They wanted to be able to explain away the information without giving too much access to it. Now here we are. We're having a conversation about election fraud and the things that are or are not true. You know, is the, does the paper have certain uh, artifacts to the paper that, that Javon was talking about? I don't know. I, we're going to find out on Thursday. Thursday, we're going to have another conversation since David and Javon can't get together. And Javon has basically said that, you know, m m you know you're dead to me, which is fine. I mean, if, 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 if you think I'm going to choose a side based on you being an authority, I won't. I don't, I don't make that side anywhere. I give my input. I even tell people when I give my input to, to Mike Lindell at the symposium or the other places, I'm like, hey, listen, this is what I know. I talk about what I know, not what I don't know. But there are things that you can't explain away in this movement that are problems. What happened in Maricopa is an, is an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment because it, these are competent people. Now that I've had conversations and, and broke bread with Jovan, I've had conversations, broke bread with, with Dave Logan, you know, it, it, I, there are people inside of that deal where I know that they did stuff to sabotage the audit. And I know based on, you know, Karen Fan's got a lot of explaining to do. How do you get a $470 million contract on the end of the Maricopa County audit? How? Can you tell me, Jake? How do you do that? Uh, sounds like just standard charity. All right. Sounds like there's no conflict of interest there. So just to talk about conflict of interest and, and uh, great support and people, I just talked about Mike with MyPillow, but you know, this segment is also brought to you by MyPillow. I, I said that it would be more um, connected to make sure that we actually supported those people that support us. Uh, MyPillow, you can save up to 66% off with code CD21. That's Charlie David 21. It's not just pillows. They have slippers and sheets and all sorts of other stuff. And there's something I've, I've asked Mike to get into um, that I think would be really clever. We're not going to talk about it today. Um, but uh, th there's something that I've asked that maybe he'll get into, maybe he won't. But uh, do everything you can to support uh, my pillow, and the pillows are absolutely terrific. So, Is it my rope? No, just stop. Just stop talking. Please stop talking. Yes. Um, okay, so we, we, we start talking about the fighting that's happening, and then we talk about you know, uh, you know, people that, that they support. There are people that people in this movement support that I can't support. I can't. Now, did I pick up the phone and call any of those people and say, hey, I, I can't support you because of that? No. Do I fault people for doing that? Nope. I don't. I don't fault anybody. I, I don't fault anyone. I find it interesting that there is, you know, a dynamic that is split amongst the movement but if you look at the business maturity, and this is what I want to talk about really quick, the business maturity of a man named Donald J. Trump. Business maturity. What that means is just because I know about it doesn't mean I have to be about it. And just because you think that I'm on, that I agree with everything you said doesn't mean that I do. Business maturity is accepting people where they are, letting them have their, pri their private squabbles while actually shining a light on the things that are of concern. There are things that are concerning to me. The Maricopa County audit is a concern to me. Mesa County is a concern to me. 
We have enough information in Mesa County to absolutely decertify the elections in Mesa County, Colorado. That's not hyperbole. That's absolute fact. And the fact that the election systems and Dominion voting systems went in and wiped servers and changed uh, BIOS and did all the things that they did is enough to be concerned with because they are literally not being transparent with the American people. And they're doing it in such a way that is criminal. And the people that are doing it are those people backed by George Soros, who wants this to be a communist socialist government, communist socialist country. Not because he cares about black people. He doesn't care about anybody. There's no care in, in his heart. So if, if you want to have a conversation with me about what concerns me, I'll have it. Matter of fact, Mr. Producer, do we have the, do we have the uh, phones up or no? No? No phones up. Ah, that sucks. Can we get them up? Okay. He's going to try and get them up right now. Yeah, that would be calls. fun. Okay, so listen to me. As we, Jake, I, I've, I've talked a lot about this because I know a lot about it. Uh-huh. I've met a lot of people in this movement. I mean, there are people that support Q. I don't. Not that I don't agree with it. Not that I don't think it's real. I've just never taken the time because I can only use my brain so much. I can only use my brain so much. So it doesn't, it doesn't mean it's not true. It just means I've never followed it. I can't support what I don't know. Would you agree? Yeah, it's 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 hopium. It's it's hopium. Some of it, some of much it much of it, happened. you know, if you feel content and satisfied, right, you're less likely to get up and do something. Okay. It is in some form an addiction, right? You're being fed this narrative, you know that, and it's it's like a trance, puts people in a trance. It's it's and and so to that degree, yeah, it it it's it's uh, paralysis. Okay, so, so l- let, me, let me bring this up about paralysis because today I sat in a meeting and it was an aha moment again. And we were walking through different aspects of what, how the brain works. I love seminars and I love learning from people. Jake actually attended it um, as well. And so we, we talked about the two parts of your brain. And it's not left brain, right brain. It's the logical part of your brain, which someone could say, and I'll use that as an example because he used it, uh, trying to sell you insurance, they build an ad. And in that ad... They, they, they literally write out the stuff that, hey, you want to be able to save your family. Um, you, you, I'm trying to remember. You want to save your family, and if something happens to you, you want them to be protected. So these are all the reasons why you need to have insurance, right? And they go, well, how did you feel about that? It was written out. And I go, I didn't feel anything about it because it didn't, I mean, it was, it was logical, but it didn't make me want to run out and get insurance. The next ad that they put up was a shark <laughs> behind a swimmer in the water from above. And it said, because you never know what might happen. It's urgency. It's the idea of urgency. But, the, but what happened there is that that, and guys, I'm giving you a, an example of the psyops. This is why I tell you to take a deep breath. This is why when I get on my telegram, I say, take a deep breath. Just take a deep breath. Don't play into it. Listen. Don't take a side. Drag every side to the finish line together. Is because in a PSYOP, you want to use parts of the brain that distill or attack emotion. It's not necessarily common sense. It's not necessarily the truth. It's hyperbole. It's hype. It's hopium. It's all these other things. And people talk a big talk. 
They talk. I mean, people are they sometimes can convince you that they have built the Holy Grail. It doesn't mean that they have. It doesn't mean that they're wrong. doesn't mean that they're right. It means that, hey, listen, if you're trying to distract me about your personal beefs with people because you feel it's going to affect things, then, hey, you just set that over here. Guess what I'm going to go do? I'm going to go solve this problem. See, that's called business maturity. That's called walking past the PSYOP. See, the radical left thinks that it, it affects me. What, what affects me is the drama. I get tired of it. But the reality of it is, is I get tired of it more for you than I do for me. Right, but that's the point of it. You're exhausted of it. And you're, you know, you're involved in things that a lot of other people aren't. So the, the, right. you know, the point of if they can exhaust you, how is it working for the people that are you know, watching this from the sidelines or don't know how to get involved? And that is the, the intent is to, you yeah. know, we got three years. I mean, you have a year until the midterms, but for the greater good of, a, of the next presidential election, the, the push will be to break you and tire you. Break, break yeah. the, the average person and just, and you know, it's, it's like uh, a come down, you know, people going up, people coming down emotionally, they, they're being pulled every which way to the point in which it just results in complete depletion. Right. And people step away from it. And that is the focus. And that is probably the purpose of a lot of this division coming across the patriot movement. Yeah. So it's um, – John is on the phone with talks about John. Okay. John who? Do we know John who? Let's bring him on. All right. Bring him on. John, welcome to the show. It'll be – John, are you there? Just so you guys know, I'll tell you what the rules are of the game. So the rules of the game are if you call up and you are not respectful or you think that this is some sort of, I'm going to let you just go on and on, I'll shut down the, the phones quicker than that. But hopefully we got John, John on. Is John on? Hold on. Almost on. Almost on. John, you there? Yeah. How you doing, John? Hey. Yeah. Oh, I'm fine. Hey, I was just uh... – I'm wondering if I heard something incorrectly because I could have swore you said that Doug Logan and Joe Vaughn's sabotaged the audit along with uh, the Senate. No, I didn't say that. That's not what I said. Okay. I'm, I said that there are people within okay, the movement I, that, were at the, that were at the audit that sabotaged. The, and see, this is why, I mean, John, I'm just clarifying this with you. This is why when I put stuff up on on telegram i have to find i have to go back two and three times because people get a different interpretation i i think a part of that is this this q q anon thing where it's like you read into something that's supposed to happen if i tell you something it's because that's exactly how i feel now i don't i didn't say anything about giovanna and say anything about doug i just say that there are really smart people that were inside the maricopa county audit and for the audit to turn out to the way that it did um to me is not it, it didn't happen by accident Right now, who's responsible for that? I think Karen Fan has some. She's got some explaining to do, as far as I'm concerned. Right, because frankly, how do you get a 480 million dollar contract on the heel of a audit, which um, frankly is being swept under the rug? How? Seems a little odd to me. Well, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm assuming that you're talking about how they, Karen Fan, just kind of hid stuff didn't quite release everything. Is that what you're talking about? Well, yeah, I'm talking about the fact that we had a GOP attorney 
that made threats to Doug Logan that they would pull his indemnity if he put in the words oh, fraud in the in the audit. I mean, that by itself is when you your your job is to come through and give an analysis on whether or not you thought or did not think it was fraud. And it was obvious that they thought it was fraud. And it was obvious that there were multiple um, uh, edits and uh, reviews that were done on the paperwork in order to water it down so the American people would not hear the truth. We, would you agree that that's true? Yeah, but you're talking about stuff that I had. I did not know that it was a GOP attorney. A GOP attorney for the was, Senate. Uh, I thought it. I thought it was the uh, the majority of the threats that he was getting. I never heard that it was a GOP attorney. The GOP attorney was the one that did that made the um, made the deal with Doug Logan. He was on the show and actually d- d- said that. He said that, not me. Huh. He said that, and so you know, as we start looking at this, uh, my question is. And John always has been, is it, are we big boys and girls or are we not? And if we're big boys and girls, then you should be able to tell us the good, bad, and the ugly. And by the way, if it came back that everything was perfect, then God bless you. Now, I knew it wouldn't because the systems are designed to defraud them. And every one of the boxes with ballots was open, was not secured. They, they should decertify yeah. the election just based on that. Well, I, 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 I agree. They should. There's... Uh there's a lot involved with that audit that, that should, there should be a new election. All right. So, so totally. here's something, John, let me ask you a question. You think doc, have you heard anything about Dr. Shiva? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm, what do you, are you doing recently? Well, just, you know, Dr. Shiva's, I mean, and, and I'm probably divulging something that maybe Dr. Shiva doesn't want to talk about, but if you ask Dr. Shiva, you think of if somebody there asked Dr. Shiva to come into town and to have a conversation with the Senate or to have a conversation with a group of people and they say, hey, we'll pick you up at the airport and um, we'll, we'll bring you in. Do you think that, you know, a, a Dr. Shiva that, that frankly has has given tirelessly of his efforts to help in this election with only the idea of trying to get to the end of the rainbow and understand what the truth is? Do you think that they should honor their word and actually pick them up at the airport or at least um, not put them on a flight that is basically a red eye? You think that you think they should respect who he is as a person? Um, well, I, I mean, I would say so, but I don't I don't know what that has. Are you asking me about what I think about Dr. Shiva as a person? No, I, I'm, or, I'm trying to talk about but the, somebody. But, yeah. I'm, try, I'm trying to talk about the what people that are in, said too. Yeah, well, I'm talking about the people that are inside okay. of the audit itself, right? That are, that are responsible for this audit, that are responsible for telling the American people that yes, we found massive amounts of fraud, and then basically call someone in as if they're just whistling, <laughs> whistling them in, and then basically leaving them there, you know, and gets to the gets to the hotel and they doesn't have a hotel room and basically treating the guy like he's trash. Now, does that sound oh, like someone that I, really wants I, your help? Well, that's something else I did not know. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming that's the Senate that did that. Yeah. People in the Senate. Yes. And, <laughs> okay. and I, find it, I find it disgusting. Yeah. I, and it wasn't one mistake. It was multiple mistakes where they use people because they're infected with the idea of this euphoric nature of being known. And the problem with that is, is that it leaves the American people out to dry while they're having their little kangaroo and circus of trying to select who is next for whatever position they're running for. It's really, now, really see, sick. You're, you're, you're talking about a lot of things that a lot of us probably have not heard of. Yeah. These are things that aren't, that aren't talked about on 
social media and stuff like that. And, and I'm sure that a lot of you guys uh, that are actually in it, that were part of the audit, know a hell of a lot more than a lot of us people that just try to follow and listen to you all know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that there's a lot that we yeah. don't know, especially when it comes to Dave Clements and Joe Vaughn. You know, I'm sure there's everybody mixed in with all that crap. Uh, probably knows a lot more than we do, but all we can do is sit along the sidelines and watch and listen yeah. and, and try to try to gather information. But well, now you uh, really brought up some stuff that I had never heard of, and I thought I followed it heavily. Well, and I think that's the point is that they only tell you what they want you to hear because I believe that it's a psyop. I believe that they're doing this to try and break the spirit of the American people. I mean, you have 61% of the American population that believes the election was stolen. That's a big number. And yet we sit here and we... Well, we... well I don't listen to the the jibber-jabber. I, you know, I follow you. I just started following you recently when I found out that you actually had a, a podcast deal and I found you on Telegram. Uh, I've been following Joe Vaughn for a year. Yeah. Uh, started following Dave Clements after the cyber symposium, but I kind of muted him. But um, that, I mean, I, you know, War Room, watch War Room daily. Steve, I don't listen Steve to Bannon, a lot of it. Yeah, cause, because I think oh, yeah. Steve Bannon is a legitimately amazing man. I'm going to just tell you right now. You he know is. what I think? I think the guy's is. amazing. He is. If you want to hear uh, real news, what really is going on, then War Room is it. Yeah. I, I tried, and I honestly tried. No offense to Alex Jones or anything, but he screams a little bit too much for me, and I can't listen to him. Yeah. Well, I scream a little bit, too. I, but, get a little, I get a little heated, although I'm trying to get myself to a place where people can actually listen to me. My, my frustration comes out in watching people in pain. And I don't want like watching people go through painful experiences. I just don't. I'm I'm not built that way. But so sometimes yeah. I might get well, a I, heated. You just call me up and scream at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean honestly, I I mean I listen to the the you know through the the little chat rooms and everything that kind of stuff, and I catch a podcast whenever I can. And yeah, all this crap going on with the infighting. It's a bunch of BS. Yep. And uh, also when people are like separating canvases from audits, yep. it shouldn't even be, it shouldn't even be separated at all. It should be part of an audit. The word audit should be one word and canvas should be in there. There should be no separation in machines, canvassing, paper, anything when you talk about an audit it should include all of it in my opinion i i agree and there should be nothing that the the public was is not privy to there's nothing you should hide from the general public when you find that there is fraud then restore integrity restore the trust of the american people john i'll give you the last word and then we have somebody behind you so uh thank you for calling in and thank you for being a patriot uh well i really have no last word other than uh keep up the good work and you know I don't know. Try to stay out of the BS. Oh, 
and plus, I'll stay, I, plus I'll, I'll always stay, stay out of the Absolutely. <laughs> hey, God bless you. Tom. All right. Thanks. All right. Thanks for calling. Thanks for taking my call. But. So, you know, John just called in. Um, he's a fresh listener. Do we have another caller, Mr. Producer? Yeah, okay. I kind of like when the trolls get through. Yeah, I don't mind if they get through. But I, 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 wanna, I want it to be a substantive conversation about what we're dealing with. I want people to understand that, frankly, I don't, you know, you could say that I could stand on one side of the fence or I, I followed you that I didn't follow you. And I read some of the comments and I th I'm like this. I'm like, well, listen, if you think that I care because you think that I should pick a football team, I don't pick football teams. I don't. And that makes you dangerous. I, I pick the American people. I pick your team. I think that on the left side, here you have the communist, socialist, pieces of trash. I'll call them what they are. And on the right side, we have Americans. And what I found the last four days working in Boulder to help these people and getting them water is that, and frankly, that this woman literally, I thought she was going to jump out the car. <laughs> I said, yeah, I'm, I'm Joe Oltman because I had a mask on. She's like, wait, what? Why are you helping us? I just, I cannot believe this. Just when I thought things were going to get worse, I'm in a car with Joe Oltman. And I thought you, to myself, well. Did you ask her where she sourced her perception of you? Oh, like, yeah. Like yeah. how, how yeah. she came she to have this. She got in the media. Perception of she you. She got in the media. Anything specific or? No, I mean, I, I didn't ask that. Was there I an just, awkward silence for a period oh, of time? Oh, no. No, I got right into it. I got right into it. And I was like, well, let me, let me just tell you. Let me, let me t tell you what I think. But, but here's how misunderstandings start. What he just said is that Jovan and, and uh, what John just said, rightfully or wrongfully, he did, and I don't think that it was a, a result of him, he just interpreted what I said to that Jovan and, and Doug Logan tanked the audit. That's not what I said. So he asked the question because that's how you get to the bottom of it, right? That's what authenticity is because John came in and said, hey, I'm being authentic with you. Is this what you said? Did I hear you right? And I was like, no, you didn't hear me right. And he's like, oh, okay. And I go, but based on the information, there are people inside of that audit that sabotage the audit from the inside, 150,000%. And it all comes down to the GOP attorney for the Senate who 100% told Doug Logan that he would lose his indemnity if he did not change stuff in the audit um, volumes. And that's wrong. Because that means that you as the American people are stupid. See, if we just take the emotion out of it, it's really simple. Is it ethical or not ethical? Is it legal or is it not legal? Right? That's it. There's nothing else to talk about. Ah, well, you know, there's this little thing and knock on your head and wrap on your belly a couple times. No, no, no. I don't have to do any of that. I have to do none of that. None of that even makes a difference to me. What I have to do is I have to come to a conclusion based on fact that there's a high probability that this happened. Hence the fact there's a high probability that the election was stolen and that when I came out about Eric Coomer, the guy was a biased piece of trash and he's the one that said all the things that he said. That is how you come to a conclusion. It's because all the information leads you down that path. And by the way, there's a ton of crap that's happening now that back up the fact that Dominion is a bad company. I mean, how in the world do you get past the fact that Dominion and George Soros's nonprofit were sharing the same floor? How do you get that? How do you get past that? How do you get past, can you get past that? How about, how about the no, fact I mean, that Roaming Networks, who basically is sponsored by Huawei Bank, this is absolute fact, people. This is not hyperbole. This is not made up. This is, and this just goes to all the other information I have about Dominion. It's crazy, the information that I have about Dominion, that they're 
main data center was built by Roaming Networks, which is sponsored by Huawei Bank out of China. Oh, and by the way, you know, the little chop shop that they have in Chicago that's in the middle of a cell tower company that they put up cell towers. Yeah, they're not even there, but they register at some address in some uh, industrial park in the United States. But they're responsible for building a data center for Dominion in Serbia. Do you see how ridiculous this is? And do you see how the fact that we're just supposed to ignore it? We're supposed to ignore it. We're supposed to ignore the, the connections with Hunter Biden and, and uh, the, the stuff that happened with China. We're supposed to ignore all that stuff and the hundreds of millions of dollars to transfer and go through these families. Ignore all of that. Well, this is the final grab, you know. The, the very thing that they've used to their advantage is actually uh, a, a big detriment to them is that technology has allowed us to organize and communicate. Right. And so, they're you know, it's whack-a-mole. And, you know, the left is now at a point where as more evidence and connectivity of the greater crime comes to light, they, they don't really have much more on their plate besides saying, no, 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 it's lies. It, you know, it's, it, oh, you're just lying. You're lying. Well, here's the proof. You know, you're lying. You're lying. You're lying. It's like every person that's, yeah. you know, every person but, in prison is innocent, uh, you know. Uh, so uh, now their, their, their next step is to jam the wedge between everyone internally because there could be no greater case if they go, well, you see, we said it wasn't real. Right. Look, this person was that, you know, the on the right, this person was, you know, a fraud. And they have no narrative or they have no uh, strategy on their own part to deny the fraud. So they just want to, you know, seize the narrative of it was just, a, a, you know, a, a rat hole on the right with all right. of these people out for their own interest. Yeah. I think we have another caller on the line. We, we have another caller on have the line? Have you vetted this person, Mr. Producer? Let's go to Nancy. Nancy, are you there? We got Nancy. Nancy, are you there? One more time. Nancy, are you there? He's hitting the little button. I can see him through the window. Nancy, are you there? I am. Can you hear me? I can. Welcome to the call. Oh, sure. Thank you. I want to know if you've heard anything more about the audits in Pennsylvania or Wisconsin. Yeah. So let's 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 quickly talk about Wisconsin. In Wisconsin, we found that there was massive amounts of fraud in Wisconsin. A sheriff actually issued arrest warrants for people in the, the county commissioners. Um, also, they were able to do a mathematical check of the people that were registered to vote in Wisconsin, which you're not hearing about again. Again, they do everything they can to hide real information. And they found that the same algorithms that were used, or likely same algorithms used, to register people to vote were the same ones that were being used in the election machines. That, and yet, nobody's talking about it. Uh, have you heard anybody, Nancy, talking about it? Uh, no, that's why oh. I was calling. Yeah, yeah. no, uh, Nancy, I was actually, I had this article pulled up uh, as far as the Racine County, uh, Wisconsin investigation. There's an article published about five hours ago, uh, five hours ago today on, on U.S. News says the former state Supreme Court justice whom Republicans hired to investigate the 2020 presidential election wants a pair of Madison city officials to turn over documents and submit to questioning. So they've act actively subpoenaed them and uh, requesting uh, information pertaining to the machines and uh, finance uh, documents, which, again, that's where th that, that's where the victory lies is in showing that it was a, a financial uh, play. 
you know, everyone in, in this had their price, and 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 that's where they're going to show them. But no one, no one has mentioned this. I mean, there were five other people who got subpoenaed, uh, just al- on the uh, elections commission alone in Racine County, but not a whisper. You know, they want to focus on the audit and and, and make it appear as if it was, uh, you know, a, a fraudulent audit. So, yeah. What about Pennsylvania? Yeah, so you talked about Fulton County, Pennsylvania, also massive amounts of fraud. Go ahead and pull that up. There's an article that just came out today on that. We are, everyone thinks that the last nine months were in the same place that we were before. We're not. We got lots more information. Matter of fact, I believe that there are more people that came out of this on the IT side that have more understanding about the fraud that happened in November. That's why you have 61%. Because you have more people that are, frankly, they're Democrats. (laughs) I had a conversation with two people that were working on down in Georgia, which is a totally different problem, Nancy, and you didn't ask about that, but down in Georgia. And these are people that, when I first started this conversation eight or nine months ago, said, Joe, I, I can't believe anything that you're telling me is true. The election is safe and secure because Chris Krebs said it was, that are coming back to me and saying, oh my gosh, Joe, you're right. The election was not always stolen. It was stolen into massive proportions that there is no way you can actually confuse what happened as a safe, fair election in the United States. You can't. You can't do it. But well, I, I do have a, a something that kind of bothers me a little bit. Um, I don't think it's right to diminish one person's part that they're playing in this, uh, trying to draw people's attention out. Because of a canvasser came to my house and asked me if I voted, and I said yes. And then they told me five or six other people voted from my address. I'd be raving mad. Yeah. And that would get me involved. And I think that doing canvassing is a great thing because you're bringing attention to something that maybe people wouldn't have known otherwise. So I don't uh, dismiss anybody's uh, role as trying to get people out to canvass. We can't all wait on the actual forensic audit. We don't have the time. Right. And the more people that it is brought to their attention that other voters voted from their house, it's going to set sparks all over the place. Right. And I don't care if you're Democrat, Republican, Independent, but if you come to my door and tell me other people voted there and they don't live there, I'm going to be damn mad. And well, I, I think everybody has a role to play. Everybody and, does. And how about, how about the fact that I know that I've talked to several whistleblowers inside of Runbeck and uh, inside of Dominion. I've, I've had those conversations with them, right? And these people, the things that they tell me are unbelievable. That's unbelievable. So I know that there's some collusion that happens between these organizations as well, that they are working together to steal the voice of the American people because they don't think you matter. And Nancy, if, if what I'm saying is wrong, then why are they sugarcoating things? Why are they trying to hide things from the American people? Why are we not transparent on what is happening in our election systems? Why? Why well, are we acting like we're stupid? Well, to me, all it does is let me see our government is, is so corrupt on every right. level, every level that it, I, I get more disgusted with our government, and I get more risca- or disgusted with the Republican and the Democratic Party yeah. because they're just sitting there acting like, hey, nothing to see here, move on. But two wings of the same bird. Two, two wings of the same bird in the establishment on both sides trying to figure out who gets what lanes on the highway. Yeah. The American people well, suffer. I, I don't think there should be no head honcho in none of this. I think it should just be the American people, period. 
Right. This is not a uh, a uh, Patrick Bird uh, Javon audit, or it's not a uh, nothing just for Professor uh, Clemens. It's it's everybody's audit. Right. And we're all involved, and I don't think that people should say, well, you're not as important as I am. We're all yeah. important. This so, is our country. Yeah, this is I, our voice that was taken. Abs- and, and frankly, that we get to deal with the consequences. How do they deal with the consequences, Nancy? They don't get to deal with the consequences. Right. right. And we're we all to, paying for what's yeah. happened to us. All of us are. Yeah, we are on, on both sides of the aisle. And I think that's why you see this great, this, this gr- great shift away from the Republicans and the Democrats holistically. And I tell people all the time, keep your money. Don't give it to the GOP. Give it directly to candidates who stand up for election integrity on both sides. Yeah, and then the people who did go up there on January 6th to let their voices be heard, uh, we got people sitting in jail right now. It's like everybody's forgot about them. Everybody has. We we have not forgotten about them, and we're going to be working towards in 2022 to get some to, to get some 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 we got to make it right we got to make it right so nancy i'll give you the last thought and then we have somebody else on the line and then we're going to take a break well that's it thank you very much all right god bless you mm-hmm. all right so we have another caller we'll do one more caller then we're going to take a break mr producer and then we'll come back we're going to do a nearly two-hour segment today we're going to talk about some other things that are happening max is on vacation i am here um, i want to do this quick read before we have somebody come on if we can this podcast is brought to you by air medcare network um, everyone wants to make sure their family is protected in, emer- in a medical emergency no matter what the cost but uh, what most of you don't think about is the insurance does not necessarily cover the cost of an emergency uh, medical flight um, we also don't think about high deductibles and copays. Um, that is why AMCN is so important in an emergency arises. You will not see a bill for any air medical transport when flown by an AMCN provider. Best of all, membership covers the entire household for as little as $85 a year. Um, so AMCN uh, covers over 100,000 patients a year whose family is covered. Now, as a listener to our show, you get an additional $50 uh, Visa or Amazon gift card with a new membership. Simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use the offer code daily. And also, if you just put in airmedcarenetwork.com and you put in the offer code daily, it'll still work there as well. So listen, I, I'm, I'm not a big proponent of lots of you know fluffy insurances, but this is really cheap. It's like fire insurance. And uh, frankly, we had a snowstorm here in Colorado. And we had a couple of uh, a Fight for Lifes that uh, were landed on the highway near my home. And so it was uh, kind of a scary deal for those families as well. You have something? You had that look on your face. I always have that look on my face, John. Uh, yeah. That's why you're like, oh, you're always too serious. He's a, yeah, he, he gets a little bit serious. All right. So I see people that are that are taking shots at Jovan, taking shots at Professor Clements, taking shots at Lynn, taking shots, and everyone wants to pick their side. So here's, I'm going to just tell you this. Ready? Don't pick a side. Don't pick a side. Pick the side of the American people. Right. And force people to get to the middle. Now, here's when you do pick a side. Ready? Muskets face towards the enemy. When somebody turns the musket towards one of us. Right. Then it's a problem. That doesn't mean holding people accountable. That doesn't mean calling people out for things that they shouldn't have done. That's not what it means. What it means is, is when you turn the musket and you take a shot at someone. I have a problem with the fact that people on our side did not stand up for Lynn when Kyle Rittenhouse and David, uh, what's his name? What's Han- Han- Hancock, Hancock attacked Lynn Wood. 
Linwood didn't do anything wrong. Do you know how impossible it would have been for anyone to raise $2 million for a bail? Impossible. Impossibility. But you know what? Lynn did it. Stepped right up. And all the people that followed him with fight back, they stepped right up to the gate and said, I'm going to help this young man because you want me to. It's kind of like me giving you a Ferrari and you being like, uh, well, could I get it in red? Yeah. And it's, you know, kind of a ironic. Uh, but you don't have to like what I'm saying either. You, you can say, I don't like this person. I don't like that person. It's okay. It's okay for us to disagree. It's okay for us to be on the same side and still two people down from me, you don't like them. Or maybe you don't like me. It's okay. It's not fatal for you not to like that person. But to bring down the temperature, we need the people to bring down the temperature because the emotional intelligence of the people that are supposed to be leading this movement is not there right now because they're fighting with each other. So you don't have to take a shot at anyone. But I promise you that if I do take a shot at someone, you'll know 100% that I got the receipts. And I'm not saying that people don't have the receipts. They just want answers. And I can't argue with the fact that some people want answers. I can't. And I cannot argue with the fact that other people have spent the last six months working on this project. All I say is that, look, if my side is on your side, I promise you, I will be the first one to throw someone on their neck if they turn that musket towards me or anyone else on this side. I'll be the first one. I won't even think twice about it. You will see me go from zero to beat his ass literally in a lickety split. And I, and, and I won't. I mean, Jake, you've been around me long enough to know that's exactly how I operate, is it not? Absolutely. But I've never picked a fight. I've never gotten out there and tried to bounce my chest and say it's about me because it's never been about me. But this class thing we took today, which I thought was amazing, said that today's society is all about you. It's all about you. It's all about me. Like the, the me, the take, you know, uh, what if it'll take little selfies everywhere. Yeah, everyone, everyone wants to be a movie star. Everyone wants to be a movie star. <coughs> I hear the phone going off we, like crazy have, in there. Do we, Is there another, another? do we have another caller? Oh, one more? All right, we we're do one, do one more, more and then we'll change up the Then we're going to the take theme. a break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about Israel. We're going to talk about conflict, some of the conflict that's happening. We're also going to talk about sex trafficking and some of the things that have been uncovered over the last year. And what's more scary about the, what's happening is that we have some serious problems in our country, and they all land squarely on the Democrats, every single one of them, every one of them. So, um, next caller. Who's the next caller? Is it Destiny? Destiny, are you there? Destiny, are you there? Destiny. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hey. hear you. I can hear you. Joe, I'm yes, so glad you're feeling better. I am feeling a ton better. Oh, and sorry, yeah. Jake. I don't know you, but I'll get to know you. I show up sometimes. Yeah. We, 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 we yank him <laughs> so, on here when... Sometimes. Yeah, but because then otherwise it's just me talking and nobody wants to hear me talk. <laughs> we need a little bit of, you know, bouncing off somebody, yeah. somebody else. Yeah. But so what do you have? What do you, how do you want to do? Called, okay. Hit me. And listening to, you know, you, 
your fight against this election integrity, I mean for election integrity. Yeah, yeah. I today had the honor of Stu Peters reading off a question that I had for Cash Patel. Yeah. Last night, Stu Peters put it out on Telegram asking a question is what would you at what would you want me to ask Cash Patel? And my question was, who is stonewalling the 2020 election integrity movement? Who is stonewalling this whole thing? And poor Cash, he could not come up with an answer. He said it was Joe Biden. He said it was A.G. Garland, but he didn't even know his name. <laughs> he said it was the whole administration that we have now holding up the election integrity. Yeah. And well, said, I, can I, I can tell you who it is. Yeah. It, it's both sides. It's both sides oh, in positions of power and authority that do not want to. It is a corrupt government structure. We are talking about organized crime. And by the way, it is it fully is. backed by big tech and by mainstream media. It's fully backed by it. And the people don't support to support any of those people, any of those environments. They don't support Fox. They don't support CNN. They don't support MSNBC. They're all trash. And Tucker gets it right 80% of the time. And then he stays away from the 20% that people really want to hear him actually report on because he's supposed to be unbiased and give us real information. Yet he stands up and says, well, he has no a fraud. Contract. Right. He has a contract. You know, they'll want to avoid that contract until he can find other employment, I'm but, I mean, sure. When, did, when, does it, when does it become about us? When does when is money just people. become secondary, right? But it doesn't because... We the people. Yeah. They work for us. Well, Joe, they work for us. When are we uh, going to take this, this back? Yeah, so I would, I would like to say that that's true, that they work for us, but it has not been true up to this point. It has not been true. They true. have, they have Lastly, literally put us in a place where we're slaves. We work for them. That's, that's how they see it. it we is. work for them. We're all indentured, all indentured servitude at this point. Yeah. It's, it's it, shameful. Indentured slavery. That's not the United States. That is not the United States that my forefathers fought for. And I'll tell you, if you knew who I was or my family, you'd be amazed. But lastly, Cash also said that we have to take care of that in 10 months. Right. So, meaning, you know, once 22 happens, then we can fix it. No, by then, it's too late. It's already too late. They just stole Inside. an election I'm in California. Gavin Newsom was not, was, was not actually reconstituted as the governor through this recall. He wasn't. They stole that election. Oh. They stole it. Yep, and they, won that. And what happened in Virginia is, a, is basically, an, a, it, it, it just shows you again that it's all in the machines, all of it. All of it is in how they yeah. do it. And they're just stealing elections. They're doing the same thing they did in Venezuela. There's no difference between what they did in Venezuela and what they're doing here. No, no difference. And both sides of the party, by the way, down in Venezuela, if you go down there, the richest people down there are still the politicians. It's still the people in government. Everyone else, by the way, is eating fish out of trash cans off the street. If you think I'm wrong, go to Venezuela. Go to Venezuela. And by the way, just make sure that you have some weapons because if you don't have weapons, you're going to get robbed. You will literally walk off the plane, walk down to the beach, and you will be robbed. True story. That's the only thing that saves us. That's the only thing. It's 2A. Our 2A is the only thing that keeps us from looking like Australia right now. Yeah. Or Canada, for that matter. Okay. So, yes, I totally agree with you. If it weren't for our 2A rights, they would have locked us down like Australia by now. 
right, we, Destiny, thank you for calling very much. We're going to take I a quick break. You. Thank yeah, you God so bless much. you. God bless you. Break. Hey, yeah. we're going to take we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're just going to basically roll through and do a restart if we can, Mr. Producer, just so we have a, a cut. Um, I, I guess I should end this on this deal. If you like us, please follow us on um, Apple Podcast. Give us a review. You can also go to Spotify, uh, tune in. Um, you can come back to Rumble and, and actually watch it on Rumble. If you want to see the video version, you can go to Rumble. You have to change it from video to channel, put in Conservative Daily, and we'll pop up. Um, you can also get us on Twitch and um, on our website at conservative-daily.com. Um, and then obviously we're on DLive, been there for a long time. We are not on YouTube um, because we made the choice to get off of that. We're also all getting off of Facebook. We're going to start moving over to the new platform, like Rogan said. Let's all get off of Twitter, get off of those platforms, and get on one that can support free uh, speech. And I think that's Getter at this point. They got that. So I do have a Getter account if you want to follow me there. You can also follow me at Telegram, at Joe Altman, and at Conservative Daily Podcast. That's all for Conservative Daily Podcast for this hour. We'll be back in one minute. Um, take a quick break, stay with us, and invite your friends. We'll be right back.